What's up, everybody? We are here with the Eastus Brothers, and today we are going to be talking about one of the best days that we've had in quite a long time, talking about the Chiefs. So here we go. Okay, and we're here with Bo and Josie uh, coming off a awesome Sunday, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl winners, parade today. Uh, Josie, you were actually at the parade. We weren't there, so fill us in. What was that like? It's cold. <laughs> That's what it looked like. But it didn't look like that stopped anybody from coming out. No, it was so me and Or Jared from any at, pants hitting the ground. Oh, yeah, that guy was ridiculous. What? Uh, that guy, A guy tried climbing a tree and his pants fell down. <laughs> and then I don't yeah. know if he couldn't, he couldn't pull him up because he would fall out of the tree. I don't know. But then he tried jumping to a branch and missed and just fell right on his back out of this tree. Yeah, he went viral for the wrong reasons. Right, he, I think he was on around the horn. Oh wow! Yeah, so I, I loved it. Josie called or Facetimed me at work, and I see him. He's all bundled up, and on top of his shoulders is Garrig, all bundled up with the Chiefs helmet on, trying to stay warm. <laughs> I, I saw that. <laughs> how the how did the kids do? They, they did great. Like it was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was better than the Royals parade we went to in 2015. I think just, I think the city had it figured out. Um, they made some adjustments on the route, and so and all the traffic wasn't near as bad. We left Pongi at like 9:15, and it's normally about a 35-minute drive by the time you park and everything. And it it was the same drive, and then we drove around trying to find a parking spot, which when we went to the Royals parade, it was just gridlocked you couldn't find anything and today it wasn't bad at all and we finally found a spot uh, in a church parking lot and we had to back into it and we couldn't get out our doors because it was such a tight fit so we had to crawl out the back <laughs> nice so how how big so your guys' school shut down in tong and oxy how big was the radius of school shutdown uh I, I mean every every school in the kansas city metro did uh i mean I don't know how far what I don't know if Topeka schools did or not, but I mean about every school around. I know we had some there. kids here in Pratt that took the day off and went up to it. That's cool. It, it was. It, I mean, it, it was a blast. We parked about ten blocks away from the parade route, and, and we walked. And one of my buddies uh, works at a a bank that's right there on the Grand Street as the parade route, and he works at a bank. So we went in beforehand and kind of got warmed up and went to the bathroom. And then he'd actually set out some chairs and a step stool for the kids because he had two kids there. And we went there and I held Jericho's on my shoulders and Adlin was on the step stool. Uh, and so they, they figured things out from the Royals parade. Um, on the Royals parade, all the players were like in trucks. And so they weren't very high up. They were just in normal pickup trucks and you couldn't see them. On this one, they were in these double-decker buses, basically. That's and, what it looked like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was awesome. I mean, Did it feel like... Or did it feel like there was a bigger crowd for this one versus the Royals? No, I actually think there was less. I think the I think the weather scared people away. Yeah, everybody I talked to up here, we'd we'd tell them, "Oh, we're going." They're like, "Really? It's going to be twenty six degrees?" And it and it was. It was snowing on us, and it was twenty six degrees. But I think it did scare some people away. What? How? How hard was it keeping track of your children there? That's what <laughs> I would be. That's what I and I saw a tweet. From the you know the Kansas City Police Department a little later on in the day, it said they're finally starting to get uh, lost children show up. So, 
you know, like well, they had planned for that. Then they were telling children, if you if you're lost, find the nearest police officer and stay put. They they said in the Royals parade they lost like over a hundred kids. Like <laughs> they couldn't find them. No, so when we before we left, actually, I asked Eric. I said, "Do you know my cell phone number?" And he knew it. And Adlin knew Jennifer's. And Jennifer and I joked about I have a I have a running leash that I have with Gail that I my dog I put it around my waist. I thought about putting it around my waist and just attaching a leash to Garrick and add them both. Well, I, I saw some parents and that's what they said they were doing, not the leash, but they said we, we were writing on our kids' arms, you know, parent and phone number uh, in, yeah. in a permanent marker, just in fear I, I, that they might get separated. I used to do that well, with my Frisbee, Frisbee golf discs. Right. <laughs> same, same concept. Yeah. <laughs> That was when though you didn't have to dial six two zero or six seven two. Yeah, yeah. Two, just two two seven seven one. Just five numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't super crazy crowded like the Royals parade. So it was uh it wasn't too. It I mean we were six people deep, but you could see the people up there. And I put Garrick on my shoulder so he could see. Um, some of the players got off those buses and walked around like Tyree Kill and Matthew. They were walking around, so I didn't really get to see them, but Garrick could see them and. Uh, it, it was awesome, and then when Andy Reid came, he was one, he was where the first main guy comes, and he's doing the tomahawk chaw, and uh, then uh, Spags had the Lombardi Trophy like on the next bus, holding that up. That was cool. Uh, I, I mean, Frank Frank Clark, he was they were out of control. I mean, just pouring beer on each other, I throwing beers to the you know the all the crowd and everything, and, and then Mahomes and Kelsey's bus comes, and that one everybody's just chanting MVP and. Uh, you could just tell he was hammered. Uh, he, Kelsey or Mahomes? Mahomes. I thought he was going to fall off the back of the bus. I mean, it was. <laughs> did you? I'm sure you guys saw the clip of somebody throwing the beer can to him. Yeah. Catch him. I mean, yeah, just one handed it, shotgun it, yeah, slams it. And slam, we, yeah. And, we were, and Kelsey's speech was, was awesome. Right. And we were at the beginning of the parade. So the parade started like on 6th and Grand. We were at 10th and Grand. We were only four blocks. And you could tell they were already just trashed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but they're. Mahomes is 24. I'm like, you yeah, know what? good what for them. I, That's awesome. Right. What was I doing at 24? I mean, I, she's not the. You, you were in your ninth year of undergrad. Right. I was just finishing up my junior year of college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a blast. No, the kids did good. They didn't. I was kind of worried. Adlin, right when we got the car, she's like, I'm kind of cold. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, but we got there at 1020, and then we went inside, and we were really outside for about 30 minutes. And they, yeah, they didn't really complain about being cold. They, and they had a blast too. So it, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I'd imagine once the excitement gets to you, you know, you warm up a little bit. Right, and the confetti's flying, and I mean, yeah, it was just all the people around. It was really cool. That's I didn't realize. Nice. Did you see on the actual Super Bowl? Speaking of the confetti, that all the white confetti was uh, had tweets from all the Kansas City fans on it. It was it was it was printouts of just tweets you know of uh, encouragement and all, all the white confetti that fell had text on it from kansas city fans that you know just that had tweeted all along i thought that's that awesome. was a cool that was a cool touch yeah that yeah that's pretty cool we didn't go down to the pep rally uh, that's where i think uh, you could lose kids that's where there was just a huge huge crowd but uh i don't know if you guys saw in the news before there was a high-speed chase like down the yeah parade street like I saw to, that. It didn't look real high speed, but it did. That, it, yeah, it looked like a, where they had to do the pit maneuver and bump them yeah, off the that, road. Yeah, I broke through the barricades, and I mean, but there's there's fans on both sides of the road lined up. I mean, the good thing he wasn't – if he had any intent to hurt people, it, I mean, it could have right. been real bad. Right. 
Yeah, crazy way to start the parade. But other than that, I think they said only five people got arrested, which is pretty good. We saw people carrying around six packs of beers, just bottles walking down the street. A guy was walking, smoking a joint right in front of us, walking down the street. I mean, it was yeah, that's it, that's fun it time. That's crazy. a cool it thing for a city crazy. to get to experience. What what a cool thing for your kids too. I mean, life you know, Chiefs fans forever now, right? Well, that's After the thing. Something I was like, like that. you know getting up this morning i was kind of like oh man are we are we really gonna do this are we you know we bundled up and put leggings on and sweats and we put our snow pants on and we had hand warmers and yeah and i'm so glad we did you know because we went to the royals one five years ago and i'm like so man you guys have been to a royals championship parade and a chiefs championship parade that's <laughs> that's pretty awesome yeah that's pretty rare right uh, it was a lot of fun i mean there were watch parties all over the city too uh for you know, not, not going to go down, come to the bar and watch the parade. I mean, just the whole city, it seems like, about shut down. That's, yeah, that's I, neat. I saw, I saw an estimate it was a million people. Uh, I mean, how many people are in Kansas City? Well, with the whole metro area, I mean, that, but I mean, I think I don't, they didn't get that, uh, but the weather played into it. And, but it was, it was great. It wasn't that bad, really. Oh. Wow. What'd you guys do? So Super Bowl Sunday, we had great weather here in Pratt. We barbecued, went out to some friend's house, cornhole, trampoline, uh, the whole nine. I thought uh, I saw a field goal contest. Yeah, we had a, yeah, we nice. had a field goal contest. Uh, Logan won that, I think. It looked like it was he dominated. A contest. It looked like he dominated that. Well, apparently he kicked in college, you know. I think oh. he's just one of those good college, you know, athletes that, yeah. We didn't realize that going into it. So <laughs> regulation field goal posts or what were we talking about? No, it was just, you know, about 30 steps and who could get it over the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it was great. There was, yeah, we had about 10 couple, 10 families out there, you know, kids doing some face painting. Uh, yeah. Just the, it, it was fun. What did you guys do, Bo? We, uh, we had people over here and I, I, I kind of liked it. It was hard to, it kind of kept your mind on something from from dwelling too much on the game like still watch the game obviously but you're you're kind of hosting too and then uh so we had like four or five couples and families over um about half of them left at halftime because they had little babies and then you know sat down and watched the game but no it was fun uh, we made we had a bunch of dips and uh rice crispy treats and brownies and pigs in the blanket and everything so that was one of my questions what's your go-to super bowl food I guess I won't tell you guys what I did. Whatever. No, go ahead, Josie. Yeah, no, <laughs> youngest, yeah. we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to the food. Yeah. That, what What you guys do? Typical, typical youngest child. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> mom and dad. Mom and dad came up and see. I I disagree with you, Bo. Like I'm glad there weren't other people here because I wanted to watch the game and I wanted to focus. Like I'm glad we didn't go to a party. I about made the kids go downstairs just because they were. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, if they weren't wanting to watch the game or. I was like, God, I want to watch this game. Like, stop asking me questions. But uh, I felt like that during the AFC Championship game. I watched it by myself, and for some reason, that almost seemed more pressure packed to me. I don't know. I don't know why, but just getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. I was getting kind of. I don't know. I was just starting to get mad. It's just like, God, they're not playing great. I'm this whole next week on every podcast and every sports show. They're gonna talk <laughs> about the 49ers, and then, uh, yeah, I finally turned it around. I also made I also made some bets. I won one of my three prop bets. Oh yeah, what? So yeah, that's an interesting topic. What is the crazy? Yeah, what was your craziest prop bet you put in? 
uh, well, any of the wild the, ones like the over under on the national anthem or the Keller of the Gatorade or coin no, toss? No, I, I wasn't like too crazy. So I won. I just I picked the Chiefs outright. So uh, on the money line, which was hardly anything. Uh, my my I guess my craziest prop bet was it was that Kelsey and Kittle would both have a touchdown, and it, it was you know it would have paid like uh, three uh, three hundred and what. Uh, almost three to one, or a little no more than three to one, but obviously it didn't happen. And I had what was what was my other one? Man, I can't remember. You sent us it. Yeah, but, you know the Kittle Kelsey that seemed to me like a pretty good odds. That's I would bet thought. on that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So, God, I forget the other one. I tried to find Josie uh, Chiefs uh, Chiefs win by ten, which would have paid out nice. But yeah, I asked about that and. It, the most they had was uh, by by six. Hmm. Oregon's still just trying to figure out the gambling thing, I guess. <laughs> at, at least they're already there. Right. Oh, you know what my other one was? Uh, it was it was Mahomes throwing for three touchdowns and uh, missed it by one, obviously. Huh. I saw his like rushing for a touchdown. Him being the first person to score a touchdown was like twenty five to one odds. Yeah, I wish I would have known that. Right. What do you think of the game overall, Josie? Uh, I uh, I'm glad the Chiefs won, but I I really feel like God, why why the Niners not run the ball? <laughs> I mean, I thought yeah. after Mahomes threw that pick, Second and pick. they're up twenty to ten, yeah, uh, and run the ball, and they ran the ball one time, then they threw. <laughs> I I don't know what they were doing. Uh, they could have just they could have had an eight minute drive and went down and got a field goal. I Oh well, that that was my biggest concern after that pick is oh they're gonna take seven minutes off the clock right here. You know, they're, right. they're, and it's a, it's a two score game. There's not gonna be enough time. And the Chiefs hadn't done it. You know, it wasn't yeah. like they were their offense was rolling and Mahomes and Hill were connecting. And just, there was never in those first three quarters they just never got that spark lit. Never yeah. clicked their offense. You know, Mahomes. I mean, and props to Bosa and San Fran's defense. They were they never let him get a clean drop and set up and throw. He was scrambling and, you know, out of the pocket the whole game. Well, in San Fran's defense, too, I thought the most impressive thing was they only rushed four guys. Their, their defensive line was good enough. They were getting pressure without having to bring anybody else, right? And so their linebackers and their safeties could just sit back there. Everybody everybody had help. Uh, I thought, man, you know, the fact that they're, they're getting to him without having to blitz anybody, you know, I, and I thought was- they were going to win. Yeah, that would seem to be the narrative all week, too. You know, that would be the key to victory for San Fran is that their front line is good enough where right. they only need to rush. You know, they can put the pressure on only rushing four where they can drop back the rest. You know, not very – no other teams have been able to just rush four. And, and they did still, that. You know, put the pressure and on them. That. And that's what they did. But, I mean, when you – Mahomes, right? Generational talent. Best best player on the field. And don't ever – you know, don't ever bet against the best player on the field, especially when he's, you know, a quarterback. Well, in the Chiefs' offensive line, they didn't get called for one hold the whole game. Wow. I felt like the calls went our ways. You know, that offensive push off. Yeah. Right. They haven't been calling that all year long. Well, even the interception that they had, I didn't think he had control until he had one foot out of bounds. I was worried about that, too. And then, well, and then, and then the touchdown, too, right? The touchdown, I, I think he got in there. Maybe there wasn't a great angle. But, yeah, even that was, like, a good thing they called a touchdown on the field. Yeah. But the official yeah. was right there, right? Like, I mean, right. he uh, – yeah, yeah, I agree. If he would have called it out of bounds from the get go, I just yeah. When he when he threw that pick, I thought, oh man, they had to have three there. They had to at least get it to with a one possession. Now, now they're done. But 
Oh yeah, it was fun. We were all going crazy. Yeah, us too. I it was a blast just watching you out with Garrick and Adlin really got into it too. So that was cool. <laughs> See, so I got all excited. Allie's watched the, the she watched the the two previous playoff playoff games with me almost uh, the whole game. Like she, her friends would come over and she's like, "No, I'm watching the game with my dad." So I get all excited. I I order a jersey. You know, we're you know. Uh, at one point, there, I was I was potentially going to go to Denver for uh, uh, for work, and I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to be there during the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I want to watch it with Allie. And kids come kids come over, and she plays the whole time. I've got to yell at her to come down to watch Mahomes kneel the ball. That's like the only place she saw. <laughs> and him kneeling the ball, did you see that? Like he lost like 15 yards and on the, the, last the gambling and went the under of his rushing yards. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? I saw there was a big bad beat from Mahomes. That must have been what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think he had like 44 yards before that, and his over-under was like 29 and a half, and he lost 15 yards on those kneels, and so it went to like 29, and so the under hit. So everybody who had the over, you know, had it, but he kept going back and kneeling it, and so it was like we had one of the worst worst beats. Uh, that was well, I was This was the one Super Bowl. I didn't bet any money at all whatsoever on the Super Bowl, and usually I've got squares going, and – you know, numbers and pools and pots and all week long people were texting me, hey, you got your pools going, your squares going? Uh, and I just said, no, I don't want to have any money on this Super Bowl. <laughs> I want to just I want to just watch it and not be rooting for points or a square or a number or, you know, be rooting for a missed extra point by the Chiefs. So my square hits. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was pretty fun to watch with with no money whatsoever on the line. I had two squares, random squares, but the numbers were so crappy it didn't matter. I bet, uh, yeah, I bet all on the Chiefs. So it was either I, I win money and and the Chiefs win, or you know, uh, uh, yeah, you're gonna lose all around. Yeah. See, I thought about doing the opposite, betting a bunch of money on the Niners. That way, then if the Chiefs lose, at least I win money. <laughs> I didn't want any conflicted feelings though. Right. That's the way I was. Well, we talked about a little bit earlier, like some of our early Chiefs memories, and and I I asked this because, you know, I don't think our parents, you know. We, you know, we were playing baseball is some of our first memories ever. Right. Uh, and, and there baseball and talking about great baseball players, um, you know, was something that was always going on in our house. Uh, KU basketball was something with, with grandma and, and, you know, dad's side of the family that was always kind of a part of our childhood, but the chiefs weren't really. And I, I mean, it got me thinking it wasn't until I was like in junior high and the Wilkies, you know, uh, uh, I mean, Jared Wilkie loved the Chiefs and Steve DeBerg and, and pretending we were, you know, I remember pretending I was J.J. Burden and Stephon Page uh, all through all through junior high. And then going to games with them is kind of the first time, I mean, I guess he, I even cared about the Chiefs. Uh, I was just curious, you know, what were, like, who were some of you guys' favorite players? What were you guys, some, did you guys have some early, early memories of the Chiefs? I think for me, uh, I remember when Joe Montana Got okay. trades. Yeah, what year was that? Was that 93, 94? 93, or was it even later than that? It was 93, 94. I know because I remember the 95 season. I remember that season. That was when Lynn Elliott missed all those field goals. Right, in the playoffs. Yeah, and, like, they were the one seed. Uh, and they that, you know, Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. And and I remember that. That's the first season I kind of remember why. Because it was, I think that was after Joe Montana. But then they had Marcus yeah. Allen. And so they had these really good guys that were good for other teams. And now they're the Chiefs. And I, that's when I remember thinking, oh, this is cool. We got Marcus Allen, Joe Montana. You know, we're going to be good. You know, but 
that's when I kind of remember watching them. Uh, was that like Tamaric Vanover and things like that was really exciting returner. Uh, that's the year. And I remember just being disappointed with Lynn Elliott. I'm like, really? Like, a kicker can't make a, a field goal. And that's kind of the first memory I have with them. And then just kind of. That's the year they went 13 and three, right? Yeah. And they lost to the Colts. Yeah, see, I never really I, – I just never was a big – you know, I played a ton of sports, but I never was a big sports fan really until I got into playing fantasy football. Um, and then I, re, I don't really have much memories prior – you know, and that was probably in 2002, 2003-ish, kind of once we got that done with college and, mm-hmm. and fantasy sports started to kick off. But I never was a big – you know, I was never a big Royals fan or a Chiefs fan or, you know, just didn't pay that much attention to – you know, what was going on sports wise just seemed, I must've been too busy playing them or yeah, I just didn't, didn't mind too much. Uh, yeah. Mine seemed to be the earliest memories or the ones I can remember, like, you know, Dante Hall, uh, when yeah. he was, you know, kind of electric returning punts and, and then, you know, yeah, getting into fantasy football with priest Holmes and Larry Johnson and, and things like that. But man, much sooner than that, I just wasn't that big of a sports watcher um, until, you know, fantasy sports got attached to it. Well, honestly, dad was dad. Dad never really had a, a, a team. Like, yeah, he never had just like, I think we went to one Chiefs. I remember going to one Chiefs game with mom and dad. Yeah, I, I remember going to one, game. but I, I couldn't tell you was who it, it was against right. or how old we were. Or I, I remember going to one, just, I uh, just remember the memory of it, but I don't remember being there or anything like that. But he, dad never really had this. He was never a diehard fan of anything, you know, like the Yankees. We liked the Yankees, but that was kind of, you know, Grandpa and Mickey Mantle and things like that, and and they just really like baseball. And every time, we yeah, it was more the history of the Yankees or the history of baseball, yeah, or the we'd go to a baseball stadium every single trip. You know, but it wasn't like okay, we're diehard Royals or Cardinals or, uh, you know, I think they probably were more Yankees fans. But even yeah, Dad went to KU. I never remember him being like, all right, we got to watch this KU basketball game. No, it was always <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> right. I mean, and so I think that's probably part of it too, is that we just didn't. You know, like you said, the Wilkies were that probably because Bob and Lana were huge, you know, I, Chiefs fans. If I ever told you, so, so I went, I went to a bunch of games with them, like in sixth or seventh grade. You know, we would drive up there on a Saturday. Well, in, if, that's when like Aaron and Adam, probably when Aaron was playing playing high school football, and we drive up Saturday, and uh, shoot, and I and I, I swear Bobby would drive and Lana would have a have like a tumbler of cocktails on the way up. But we get up there, and I don't even know if she'd go to the games. But maybe, maybe that's why they had extra tickets. But one of my one of my first memories there is they were playing the Broncos, and it's it was uh, either before instant replay, or there was a couple years where they they went away from it. But Elway's driving, and he 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 completes a big third down pass, but he's past the line of scrimmage. You know, they show it on the jumbotron, everybody's going nuts, but there's no there's no replay, so they can't do anything. Broncos, Broncos score and win, and uh, the Wilkies uh, tickets were right by the tunnel, and this is before the tunnel was covered. You know, people people are yelling at the Broncos, pouring beer on them, and I see some lady across the way from us takes an umbrella and like javelin huffs it at the at the uh, at the Broncos. You know, yeah. you know, luckily it hits somebody in the helmet, and, and you know nothing nothing happens. But like the next week we're up there, that tunnel is covered. <laughs> you know, after after that Broncos game. Wow, that's all it takes. One jab, one, one, one person. <laughs> but that's what's so fun 
like I said, we didn't grow up with it. And it's so cool to see, you know, the impact that Mahomes and Kelsey and just this group of young electric yeah. superstars is having on this generation of kids. You know, my kids, you know, Crosby's a second grader and Grady's a fourth grader. And they haven't ever really been into sports up until, you know, this year. And now that's all they want. You know, Crosby's got a Kelsey jersey and Grady's got a Mahomes jersey and posters on the wall. And, you know, they're playing Madden on the Xbox and, honestly Crosby probably knows more of the players and numbers than I do you know he knows <laughs> Butker and all you know all of them and oh they get so excited and it's it's cool to see uh you know what Mahomes and Kelsey and all these guys uh you know are doing just for the future generations of of kids watching them well not just even the future generations like us like I'm like man you know, I've never owned a I've never owned a jersey but if I'm gonna own one I want a Mahomes jersey like I've yeah. never owned, yeah you know it's one of those I'd love to have, I was going to buy one, but I'm like, oh, you know, uh, I did buy one and it was too big. So I sent it back and I was like, but man, I think it's just, they're transcending everything. Uh, yeah. Grady and Crosby, did they dress up for him as Halloween? Garrick did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were for Halloween was Chiefs players. Right. Yeah. Allie wore her Jersey for about four days straight. Uh, you know, it was, it was the Friday before the Super Bowl, all weekend. And then the Monday after to gloat. Yeah. And, you know, I think that I think it's more national, too, than just Kansas City. You know, I don't think it's just that, you know, we're Chiefs fans. So they're that, you know, impactful to us and our kids. I think they're they're nationally attractive. You know, there's kids all over the country now that are Mahomes fans and, you know, they're just must see TV. To me, it's a lot like when Tiger Woods came on the scene in golf and just electrified you know, the youth and the nation and brought people into golf that never watched golf before or, uh, you know, and that's what, that to me, that's what Mahomes has done with, you know, with football and just viewership and things like that. Well, I I think don't Steph, know. The NFL the NFL's still king and it would be fine without him. Golf had to have Tiger. But I, I agree. But I mean, but I, I, I think I, it's almost more like Steph Curry. You know, it's, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a that's, flair yeah, that's a good and a, a flair and an enthusiasm. Right. And doing things that you'd never seen before. Um, yeah, that that energizes fans already, brings new people into the fold. Um, God, and I can't believe he's only 24. That's and insane. just his talent. You know, he can throw the ball out of the stadium, you know, and he's got yes. these guys that have Olympic speed. Uh, I mean, yes, it's, it's so fun to watch. And he's so marketable. You know, it's not – he's got all those attributes, but he's just so marketable too, just his personality and his look. And, you know, I mean, he's not like – you know, Carson Wentz or something, just a, you know, an average looking dude that, you know, might have those same skill sets, but Mahomes just, he's got yeah. that it factor. Well, he's, How many, he's, you know, he's multiracial. He has an interesting haircut. He, you know, has a funny voice that he makes fun of himself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. How many yeah, Mahomes commercials are, are we going to see at the start of the NFL season, <laughs> you know, next right. year? It's going to well, be Baker times 10. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. And he can, and he can win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> How many millions of dollars are they going to give him after this year? I mean, he's going to get 40 a year. 40, isn't he? Right? right? Yeah. Well, we got one with him early on his rookie contract, so we'll <laughs> see where it goes from yeah, here. Yeah, I saw that he, I saw that he uh, takes up 2% of their salary cap hit right now. Wow. And if he goes to 40, it's like 23%. Uh, it's still worth it. I mean, you've got to have that difference maker. Oh, I agree. I, I agree, but I, it's just one of those like, you're you're limited in what you can do, but yeah, I mean, you pay him, you pay him, yeah. you know, forty five if he wants it. Yeah, we'll see if they can do it again next year. I mean, they got everybody coming back, I, and 
I, I think they're that'd be awesome if they could do it again next year. What's yeah. what's and Andy's long term play? You know, now that he's got one. I mean he's he's younger than I thought too. Is he only sixty one? Why would you leave this group though? Why would you leave yeah. when you have Mahomes? Like, all right, look at all the things you can do. Like he might lose uh, Tyree Kill, uh, but draft another fast guy. I mean and he all the things that he can do, uh, I don't know why he would ever leave. Yeah, and I feel like that maybe the pressure, you know, might be off him a little bit now that they did yeah. win. And, you know, and Reed got his and Mahomes got his. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you see the Super Bowl champ, you know, to try to repeat is super hard. You know, it doesn't hardly ever happen, you know, because there's so much pressure to repeat. But I, it almost seems like, you know, now that they've won one, you can't – you're not waiting for Mahomes to win his first one or Reed to choke in the Super Bowl or, you know, they've got that one now. And now it's kind of like, okay, we're playing with house money now. We've got our ring, and, uh, yeah, the pressure's off. Let's just go out and keep doing it. Well, it, it sure helps too, right? There's nobody else in the AFC West that you're like, oh, man, they are, they are on the verge. You know, I mean, what's San Diego might have a rookie quarterback. San Diego right? doesn't even or have it. Tom Brady. But, you know, yeah, I mean, neither one of those, you know, it scares me. No, they're not scaring you. You know, Oakland, uh, I don't know. Is a car is perfectly mediocre. Oakland they're in that, they're in that great conversation, too. <laughs> right. What's that? You said San Diego and Oakland. They don't even have teams anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm turning into Grandpa. He used to do that with the Cardinals. <laughs> Those damn Kansas City Kings, they just keep shooting the three. <laughs> You no, know, he referred to the he referred to the Arizona Cardinals as the St. Louis Cardinals for like I don't know I feel like ten years after they moved to Arizona. I think the Chargers will always be San Diego. Um, yeah, about that the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles uh, Chargers and Denver. I mean, I don't know how good's that quarterback for Denver. He looked okay at times, but yeah, Denver's always a toss up. I don't. Yeah, Elway hadn't found a quarterback there that seems to stick yet. I mean, life, life's pretty good in that division, playing those guys twice, you know? Yeah. Even the whole AFC, like, the, the Patriots yeah. aren't going to be the Patriots anymore. The Ravens will be good, but I mean. Yeah, the Ravens, I think. I think you'll see that kind of Chiefs-Ravens uh, head-to-head every year like you used but to our, see. But our Patriots and Steelers are the. I think yeah. people could figure out Lamar Jackson, maybe. Maybe not. He's pretty good, but I mean, I don't know. I like I'd like being in the AFC better than the NFC with, you know, yeah, Russell but, Wilson and Carson yeah, yeah. and Drew Brees and Rodgers. I mean, what do you think about the Niners? Do you think this year was a fluke year for them, or do you think they're going to be around to stay? No, I think they're I think they're legit good. They've got they've just got to get better, a little bit better play out of Jimmy, right? Or better play calling out of Shanahan. <laughs> yeah. How would you like to be known for the coach that gave up the two biggest leads in the? Super Bowl I mean, I, granted, he was the offensive coordinator in the in the Falcons game. Yeah, he was the play caller in both. The, right? Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. I think the pressure has shifted to him from Reed as far as getting a Super Bowl or proving your proving your worth. I think they're good, but their division is – I mean, they got Kyler Murray in there. They got Russell yeah. Wilson. They got the Rams. Rams, yeah. I, I mean, their division is brutal. Yeah, any one of those teams could come out of that every year. Right. Yeah, where, where they very much could, you know, you could see them having to play in that opening week into the playoffs, right? And, and Yeah, it seems play. like the Niners and the Seahawks play four times a year, and it's always 12 to 6. Yeah. Um, 
did you guys do this after the game? You know, I watched like 30 minutes of Fox's post game coverage. Then I switched to ESPN and watched a full round of prime time, you know, and then I watched FCBP give the same highlights. And then I watched the LA sports, you know, like I didn't want to turn it off. I wanted to hear, you know, I just wanted to keep watching the same highlights and different people talk about it. You know, I was, uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't get to watch around the horn and PTI and stuff. So I watched those today from, <laughs> you know, from Monday or yeah, I, the other day I was on the treadmill and I was watching the get up, you know, just the Stephen A. Smith and things like that. I'm like, oh, that it's actually what I did after the game is I watched some highlights and then I drove to Lawrence and went to Dick's and got some Super Bowl merchandise. <laughs> That's awesome. what, what was Lawrence like? Was it, was it pretty crazy? Mass Street was. I stayed away from there. But, yeah, I think Mass Street, there was – I mean, just from seeing the videos and stuff, it was like it was like KU made the Final Four. I mean, I think it was just shut down traffic. People were just walking around. Uh, you know, I went to – I was on Iowa Street, so it wasn't near as bad like that. When I got to Dick's, everything was out except for kids' stuff and hats. But Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I did the same thing the next morning. I was excited to get up Monday and listen to, you know, the DP show and all the, all the yeah. morning talk shows. And the guys I like to listen to and just, yeah, hear what they had to say about, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs and who they were interviewing and, you know, all the backstories and the comeback. You know, it was fun to – you just wanted to keep reliving as much of it as you could. Yeah. You know, mom and dad – I talked to mom uh dad after they got back, and they said, boy, we were worried about Garrick. That whole third, fourth quarter, he looked like he was going to break down in tears if the Chiefs didn't win it. Uh, <laughs> he, he was pretty emotional. I don't know what he was going to do if the Chiefs didn't win. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I was just like, all right, buddy. I was I was getting mad, though, too. I was like, God, God, this I didn't want to listen to the Dan Patrick show and everything. If listen to the 49ers. <laughs> right. I had to have three non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> yeah. How was the Super Bowl with no booze? It wasn't bad. It was before the Super Bowl. I was just kind of nervous and like jittery. I was like, God, I wanted a, just a beer. But so I had one before and then I had one at halftime. I, I didn't even watch the halftime show. I was doing dishes because I was I was just like, all right, I got to get my mind off. I, I, I don't know. J- JLo and Shakira are good at that. Yeah, they you could have watched that with the on mute and it was just as good. I don't know. Watching <laughs> JLo and Shakira with mom and dad might have been kind of weird. <laughs> I, I don't get the outrage like people are talking about and I'm like, it was J-Lo and Shakira. Like, J-Lo was just in a movie called Hustlers, and Shakira, every music video, like, you knew that was coming. Like, that's what was going to happen. It's, it's like inviting Snoop to, to do a concert on your basketball floor and, and be right. outraged when, when something crazy yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. It's outrage culture. That's what that's yeah. what we do. <laughs> or what they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean, it's pretty amazing, right? At one point, you thought he, he wasn't coming back when he dislocated his knee. You know, and the whole season was shot. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. And, you know, the fact that they, you know, they did, you know, won some games while he was out. Uh, and it was kind of like, okay, well, just ho- hold off until Mahomes can get back. Uh, have, uh, I told, yeah, that... have I told you guys my Matt, Matt Moore story? Mm-mm. I think I've heard it, but I, I want to hear it again. Our listeners haven't heard it. Well, so so Matt Moore, Chiefs backup quarterback, who kind of held down the ship, right, for three games, four games? Four games, I think. I mean, he's close to our age, right? Is he 30? Was he scouting or coaching high school, you know, in the offseason? I, know he, I don't know. He was this is scouting. Maybe he, maybe he was a high school coach, yeah. That might be right. Well, anyway, so my first job, my first newspaper job 
out of call out of second round of college was out in Pendleton, Oregon. And it's, you know, uh, um, I don't know, it's probably five, six hours away from Oregon state. But, uh, uh, I was working with a kid that had just graduated from Oregon state and we, we convinced our boss that we needed to go cover Oregon state, Boise state uh, that weekend. Uh, Boise state had a, uh, their quarterback at the time, it was Zabransky, you know, who would later, later go on, you know, the, the be the, the quarterback that beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. He was from Eastern Oregon. Anyway, we convinced our boss to go down there. Um, Oregon State beats uh, Boise State. It's a great game. And our plan is we're just going to stay with my buddy George's uh, uh, old roommates because he was three months out of college. Well, we bar hop and uh, and we meet up with a guy and he looks just like Gary Busey from uh, Point Break. He, he looks, I, except he's 22 years old. So we're making drunken Point Break references, you know, all night. You know, I am an FBI agent, whatever. Well, it turns out he's good buddies with Matt Moore, who's the quarterback at Oregon State at that point. So we ended up bar hopping with Matt Moore. And throughout the whole night, you know, we're screaming back and forth, I am an FBI agent. <laughs> having, a, having a great time. We're like, all right. You know, we, we closed down one bar. And we're getting ready to go somewhere else. We're like, all right, Matt, we're going. We're, we're going, you know, going to Claude's. And then he, he looks at us and he goes, guys, I just got a text from coach. And he says, the sheriff's coming to pick me up and I'm going home. <laughs> and that was the end. That was the end of Matt Moore's night. <laughs> Literally, the sheriff of uh, Lynn Benton County came to pick him up, make sure he got home okay. And his night, his night was done. <laughs> that's funny someone's keeping tabs on their quarterback and making sure he gets mike, home safe mike riley was making sure that he had a good time but not too good of a time <laughs> that's great so, that's great so what you're saying is that you had a hand in the chief super bowl because if he would have kept going out with you he probably would have maybe got drunk got hurt could have ruined his have, career wouldn't have yeah. got hurt yeah and then you know we would have had tyler Figpin as a backup and <laughs> lost some of those games wouldn't have beat the Vikings. Wouldn't have got a first round bye. So all right. this is, I should ask for a ring. Yeah, <laughs> you can always ask. <laughs> I am an FBI agent. I'm ending the podcast with that audio right there. <laughs> Chiefs out. Yeah, that's good for me. All right, I like these. It's fun just ch- uh, talking. Yeah, we'll chop that one at the end there. So I think for the next one, I like the idea of the uh, that that whatever it is, the top ten or or favorite athletes going around yeah. on Facebook. I noticed tennis wasn't on there. I'm surprised, you know, there was no nobody had a tennis favorite tennis player. Yeah, I I want to do it, but like I'm not going to put NASCAR. I have zero thoughts or once on like who my favorite NASCAR driver is. I got no, and even I, I was going through mine today. I got just kind of stories, prepping for you know. What uh, what Josie say? Yeah. Oh, he, he's got some Clint Boyer stories. <laughs> but uh, some of mine are more moments than than people like hockey. I don't have a hockey player, but like the 2010 Olympics when uh, USA was playing for the gold against Canada, you know, like that would be my hockey more of a moment than a favorite player. I think that's know, great. Or, like, why uh, would somebody growing up in Western Kansas have a favorite hockey? Player? Yeah, or even in double A basketball. Like, I don't have a favorite basketball player, but like I remember the Adam Morris and JJ Redick shootout when they were going for Player of the Year. Yeah, like that cap that captivated me. You know, so that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to touch on on some of those topics. Is uh, there's quite a few of them I've got favorite player. But a lot of them, it's just more of a favorite, you know, time in the sport that that really captivated me. Should we uh, should we plot it out where we do 
I mean, we'll, we'll all have at least probably like five or six of the same sport, right? Or, or not of the favorite athlete, but we'll, we'll all have a baseball, a college basketball, a college football, an NFL. Um, I don't, do, should we have at least 10 categories? What, what, yeah, I thought, that's what I thought it'd be fun to add. You know, tennis, we're not going to get much out of tennis, but, Olymp, you know, an Olympian. Yeah. Or, uh, or even, you know, your favorite sports movie or, you Ooh. know, sports movie of each one of those categories. Ooh, uh, that's major league. That's done yeah. and done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, Bull Durham or Field of Dreams or, yeah. yeah, there's there's quite a few up there that if you wanted to not only give your major league baseball player, but also then your major league baseball movie. 200 uh, push-ups. How am I supposed to hit if I can't hit my arms? <laughs> you know, so yeah, I thought it'd be fun to, yeah, branch out that category a little bit and just add some things to it to, you know, make it a little more conversational. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to think about my favorite, my other favorite movies on for the other sports. You may yeah, there's not a whole lot on it on a you know on some of them, but well, I know we have more isn't more Gary affinity B- for a miracle though than I do a hockey player. Isn't Gary Busey yeah. in Rookie of the Year? He might be. <laughs> isn't he the love interest in that? Like the mom? <laughs> He's like the, I don't know. The, isn't he? Is get in which rookie of the year? No, no, he's the pitcher. He's the old pitcher. Oh yeah, and and, yeah, where the guy with with the little kid hurts his arm and oh yeah, yeah. That's like the only movie that Gary Busey is a is a lovable person. I think (laughs) he's not the cokehead or might be. Well, yeah. So I think I think we can make a good good pod out of that. I was trying to think of some other good pod. Is that well? Shoot, I almost think the sports movie could be a whole pod on its own, couldn't it? Yeah, it probably could. If you went down could. and <clears throat> you could do like your favorite, like baseball <clears throat> movie, your favorite basketball movie. Yeah. Or just, yeah. I think we need to try to shoot for maybe like one a week or, you know, instead of like do one and publish this one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if, if we could bang out two or three where we could bank a few, mm-hmm. you know. That'd be nice. And then start saying, hey, these are going to post every Wednesday, every Every Friday, Tuesday right? or something. Yeah. Or, but, like, I, I, I talked to Sutter about doing one with him oh, about the good. open range. You know, but, yeah, that's where I think, it, you know, we don't have to do them all. It's fun doing them all together. But if we each kind of every now and then were to go out and do one on our own, then we've okay. just kind of got those to bank to, you know. Yeah, I thought about interviewing, uh, you know, that new principal here in town, Ryan Credick. You know, he's oh, nice. become a friend of mine. It should be fun to. You know, he's coming from California, the small town Pratt principal mm-hmm. here at middle, you know, just to do a podcast with him or how do you end up uh, in Pratt? Uh, his, so his wife is from Kingman and he threw the hammer at K state. And so oh. they've got some Kansas ties. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought that might be a fun pod. Just, I'm just trying to think of, yeah. Yeah. Just people would be fun to sit down and, you know, and, and you guys too, you know, it'd be fun to, you know, yeah. One podcast you might tune in and it's me interviewing Eric Sutter or it's you interviewing Alberg about trail running or yeah. Josie interviewing some, you know, then, you know, the three of us are fun, but I think we could pump more out if, if we did a few on our own and just had them in the bank for when we didn't have a topic. Can you on the AirPods, like if I have one in and Derek has one in, can you both talk and record? I don't know. I think, I've, I think just this kind of the speakerphone we're doing seems to be the best, unless you've actually got some good audio equipment. Well, I thought, no, I thought about doing it today when we were going. And then Adam wanted to go with us, but I was like, oh man, we could just do a live one as we're walking, as people are coming across, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've, got a, I've got a special podcast guest sitting on my lap right now. Who do we got? Identify yourself. Uh-huh. 
Oh, you gotta say something. Oh. Allie, tell us about. Is that Allie Ray Gigglebox? It is. What was your favorite Chiefs game of the year? When they had a comeback. Which which game? The big one or the the ten point get one we watched. Um, little one was zero to twenty four. Yeah, that was pretty impressive, huh? That was awesome. Who's your favorite Chiefs player? Patrick Mahomes. How come? Because I like his hair. Boom. All right. Sounds good, guys. Love All you guys. Right. All right. Uh, Eastus Brothers Podcast out. Out. I practice at 530. Oh. <laughs> See ya. Bye. I am an FBI agent.